Hi everyone, welcome to So Basically. I'm your host, Lauren Wooten. And I don't like how formal that sounded, so I'm not going to do that again for any of my other intros. Um, I'm not going to tag my name. That was, ugh, ugh. Um, yeah, that's, ugh. Anyways, um, look at that. My personality is already coming out. Um, thank you so much for the support that y'all have been showing so far um, for the podcast. It's really amazing. Um, I have a small following on Twitter. But that's expected because I only set up the Twitter a few days ago. So I can't get too ahead of myself. But um, I feel like it's starting off good. I love, 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 love the support that, you know, many people have been showing me. It's really sweet. And I greatly appreciate it. Um, It's not a super big deal to me just because this isn't like some big dream that I have. Uh... It's really just a hobby that I decided to pick up. Um, I talk a lot. If you know me, you know that I love to talk. uh, Probably more than I should. So, um, yeah, I thought what better way to annoy people than to record myself for about an hour and, you know, talk about just anything I want and then upload it to several different platforms and see if people will listen. Sounds like a great idea, Lauren. Great great job. You're doing amazing, sweetheart. Um, but yeah, on a serious note, I really do appreciate everyone showing the support. Love y'all so much. And um, yeah, it's just really exciting. Um, I don't know if I'm anxious or excited or both. I'm not sure. Uh, I told people that I was going to record and upload this episode on Tuesday. And after about laying in bed for 45 minutes to an hour trying to go to sleep, um, I determined that I cannot go to sleep because I have been thinking about recording this episode. So here I am at like 11 o'clock at night um, on Monday recording. So if I sound tired, please excuse me. Um, I've had a long day. Um, Also, please do not come at me because these first few episodes might sound like shit. And I apologize because I'm currently recording on my phone. I don't have a mic yet and I don't have a tripod yet, okay? My phone is literally laying on my bedroom trash can and I'm sitting on my floor on a pillow. So um, you you make it work with what you got, but I'm sorry if the first few episodes sound unprofessional or just bad all around. Please do not come at me. Um, I'm really trying here. Uh, I probably won't get my mic till around the end of this month. So, you know, y'all just gonna have to suck it up uh, the first few episodes. But love y'all. Mwah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't we dive right in? We're gonna talk about 2020 today. Just an overall amazing, wonderful, spectacular, who am I kidding? This year sucked. Um, I'm pretty sure I can speak for everyone. Um, this year was straight ass. I did not enjoy it at all. Um, okay, that's a lie. I enjoyed a few moments, but overall, I feel like 2020 did not live up to anyone's expectations at all. Um, first off, at least me, went into 2020 uh, thinking that, you know, it was going to be my year, you know. 
I was graduating, I was graduating high school, um, you know, I was gonna get ready to commit to play college volleyball, you know, all, all these things going good for me, you know, I was really excited, I was like, wow, 2020 is really looking up, and then COVID hit, um, yeah, I still to this day don't know what that was, um, <laughs> and to think that we're still in it, it's been what, a year since the first like COVID case was discovered? I don't know, almost a year at least. It's gotta be, because it, it feels like it's been forever, okay? I literally can't stand it. I, I feel like this year has gone on for way too long. I just, I just want it to end. I need it to end. 2021, for sure should be our year, right? Right? Because we thought, you know, with 2020, but maybe 2021, you know, maybe we just psyched ourselves out, you know? I don't know. It it was awful. Um, 2019, New Year's. I went to a New Year's party with my beautiful best friend. And, um, you know, we were expecting the best out of 2020. We really were. We watched fireworks go off. We were talking about, you know, what we were waiting on in 2020, what we thought 2020 would bring. And um, it was not this. It, a global pandemic was not in our thoughts at all. Um, so yeah, that that's really unfortunate. But, um, you know, I tried to make the best of it occasionally. Um, it was really hard at first. Um, but let's talk about when COVID first hit. Uh, when COVID first hit, I was still in high school. Um... I'm trying to think what month it was when it like shut down school. I really can't remember. I think it was March. I want to say March or April. It was probably sooner than that. I don't even know. But I want to say around March. That's just my my guesstimate. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um life was normal, you know, I wasn't thinking it was going to be too serious. I wasn't necessarily scared of it. Um, when it was like on the news and everyone was talking about it being in different countries, obviously I wasn't scared of it because, you know, oh, it didn't reach the U.S. yet, you know? Um, and then our school got closed. I think it was for like a week or something. For like two weeks and I remember being so excited because I was so fed up with school I was pretty much done with all my hard classes so all I would do is go sit in the library and just talk to people and you know that's that's high school for you it's such a great education um but yeah I was pretty much done with all my classes so I really didn't see a point in still being in school so when they said you know oh, we're gonna close it for a week two weeks I was really pumped because I was like, there's no point in me being there anyways. So that happened. And then after those two weeks, uh, I was like, so are, are we going back? Uh, it's looking a little rough right now. And then, of course, they, um, they basically told us, uh, psych, y'all are going to finish high school online. And... I honestly didn't know how to feel about that. Um, don't get me wrong. 
I was glad that we weren't in school because I kind of hated school, even though I did well in it. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I was kind of at my last straw at school, you know? Um, I was just tired of high school. I was ready to move on, do the next step in my life. But, um, yeah, when they, when they closed it for good and said they were basically going to finish our senior year online, um, I was a little upset, but not because of like actual school being closed. It was really just cause I couldn't see any of my friends, which was a little upsetting. Um, that was probably the hardest part. Online school was easy, you know, breeze through that, but not being able to see the people that I usually saw five out of seven days a week, um, that actually kind of hit considering that a lot of those people I have been growing up with since God, like seventh grade. Um, so yeah, there were definitely a few people that I've known for a really long time and not being able to see them and not having like an actual senior year experience was a little rough. Um, there wasn't going to be a prom. Our prom got canceled. Um, that I had uh, some mixed feelings about because at the time I didn't even know if I wanted to go to prom. Um, I was still like kind of upset because I'm like, oh my God, damn, I'm single. Like, I don't want to go to prom by myself. Like, ugh, I hate that me. Literally, who was she? Who let her be that whiny about a man. Ugh. Ugh. Never again. It did happen again. But we're gonna, we're gonna ignore that. We're gonna ignore that. Um, anyways, so I was just, I was, you know, wishy-washy about prom. I didn't know if I wanted to go. Um, and then it got canceled and I got kind of upset. I was like, damn, like we really didn't get a prom. You know, that's like one thing that every high school student looks forward to is their senior prom. Um, but of course, my parents were like, you didn't even know if you wanted to go. So, you know, sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening, love y'all. Uh, when I mock y'all, it's because I love y'all. Uh, it just adds to the story. Um, anyways, so <laughs> yeah, they were like, well, you didn't even know if you wanted to go. So um, I was like, you got a point there. But it still would have been a fun experience, you know, getting all dressed up, um, kind of having a, lot, a last like hoorah with all of your close friends and everything. I think it would have been fun, but um, that didn't happen. Uh, we thankfully, thankfully, got graduation in person. Um, I don't know how they allowed that, but you know, they, they made it work. Um, so I'm thankful for that. I, at least I got a graduation. At least it wasn't over Zoom. That would have been just very depressing. I actually got to walk across the stage. Um, hold my diploma, take my little picture, and move on. Um, but we were the first um, high school class at my high school to graduate outside, which was pretty crazy. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. We did it at our football stadium, which was nice. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we were definitely feeling it um, <laughs> towards the end of senior year. We didn't get a lot of experiences. But, you know, it's whatever. Life moves on. I'm obviously, I'm doing great now. So, you know, prom wasn't that big a deal to me, at least. Um, I don't know. But 
Anyways, uh, yeah, COVID kind of screwed us over when it came to having like our last, our last, yay, I don't know, <laughs> our last hoorah for high school. Um, because even though I was fed up with high school and just was ready to go, ready to leave my hometown, um, you know, it's just, uh, it was different because again, there were so many people that I kind of grew up with since, you know, middle school, elementary school, and we never really got our last like goodbye. Um, of course, graduation, but it would have been nice to spend, you know, those last couple months with them as well. Um, minus the schoolwork. But um, I think it really all set in when quarantine actually hit and went into like full motion. Um, when quarantine first started, I didn't know what to do. Um, <laughs> you can ask anyone that knows me. I'm a very social person. I'm a social butterfly. Sorry, I had, I ate some chicken earlier and it was really seasoned, so I keep belching. So sorry. Um, anyways, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm a very social butterfly. I love talking to people. I love, you know, meeting new people. I love hanging out with people. You know, I'm such a people person. Um, and that was not good for me when quarantine first started because I started to feel very alone. Like, yeah, I had my family, but after being locked in a house with them for several days, no offense, love y'all very much, but I would love to see some people who possibly, I don't know, aren't related to me. Um, that'd be great. So, um, I remember when it first started, um, you know, my dad was like really strict about it. He was kind of worried, you know, oh, y'all can't go out unless y'all are going to work. Um, don't go meet anyone. You don't want to bring it home if you catch it, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, of course, um, being me, I wasn't taking him very seriously at first. I'm like, dad, it's not that big a deal. Like, let's calm down because I need to see people other than y'all. Like, I <laughs> I kind of wasn't taking him seriously. Dad, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Sorry, um, had to drink some water. Anyways, um, so yeah, I, I wasn't taking him very seriously. And I remember uh, I would try my best to go in the garage and work out in the mornings, you know, try to stay somewhat healthy since the gyms were closed and everything. And I'm an athlete and I was, you know, starting to prepare for what is now college volleyball for me. Um, so yeah, I try to, you know, go in the garage, work out, do my thing. But you know, I started to get very lonely. So what did I do? I started inviting a few of my friends, not all at once. I would invite like one friend at a time to work out with me some mornings. We would work out outside, okay? We were still, we still had our space or whatever. But when COVID first hit, like I don't think anyone realized how big it was going to get. And I thought it wasn't gonna get this big either. So I was like, okay, well maybe, maybe it's a little exaggeration. So I would invite like one person to come work out with me. Um, don't cancel me, okay? I'm sorry. I This was when COVID first hit. I didn't know it would be this big. But um, yeah, my dad would be like, what are you doing? Even though y'all are outside, y'all can't be doing that shit. Like you can't be bringing people over. Like what if you have COVID? 
what if I have COVID? Like, I don't know. I thought he was blowing it way out of proportion and I was freaking out because, you know, little social butterfly me. Um, I was like, I'm lonely. Like, I need people to talk to that aren't y'all. But again, love y'all, mom and dad and Jaden and Maddie. Love y'all. But still, I, I when I get trapped in a house with them after long periods of time, I just, I, I feel like I can't breathe. You know, I feel like everyone's that way with their family members. You know, like, y'all love each other and y'all love spending time together. But sometimes y'all can really butt heads. And once y'all start butting heads, it's just like, okay, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get some fresh air. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just me. I, I don't know. But I feel like everyone's like that with their families. But, yeah. Um, quarantine, when it first hit, was not well for me. I missed my friends. Um... I missed going places, and I honestly, looking back at it, I really think that quarantine taught me to not take the little things for granted, honestly. Because if you think about it, we are so used to doing everyday things that, you know, we don't even think twice about, you know, um, going shopping, going to your friend's house, you know, going to the gym, things like that. It's like, those things are kind of like second nature to us. And for us to just totally completely have that stuff cut off, it was just weird. And it didn't feel normal. And it it didn't feel normal. It wasn't normal. But, um, I don't know. It was just so different for me. And I just, I didn't know if I could stand it. Um, (laughs) I didn't enjoy it, but it was obviously something that had to be done, like quarantine was a must, Um, even though here we are like a year later and, you know, we still have COVID going on, but, you know, we tried at the beginning, so like, you know, it was a must, you know, try to get everything under control, and I kind of had to learn how to accept that, but quarantine gave me a lot of time to think. And I, I really do think that I was taking the little things for granted. And I feel like that's one big thing that I learned um, from quarantine. So now every time that I do little things like that, like going to the gym and everything, I'm just like, wow. Like there was really a time a few months ago when we weren't allowed to do this stuff. And now already it's it feels like second nature again you know being able to see your friends and you know going to the gym doing whatever like even restaurants like going to restaurants that are open you know it's just like it's so different now and I don't know that that was really just crazy and it still is a crazy time but um I feel like when COVID first hit it was just it was scary for everyone you know um it was just something that no one expected, no one saw coming. So, I don't know. I feel like I definitely took a few lessons away from, you know, quarantine and everything. But we'll get into that later um, in our little Q&A segment at the end of the episode. But, um, yeah, quarantine was rough when it first started. Um, now, we're going to go into how summer went. Uh, with COVID being in play. Um, Obviously, summer 2020 was not, uh, quote unquote, a movie. Um, (laughs) 
Um, there was no Project X looking parties or anything going on, obviously, because COVID was still a thing. Now, I'm actually pretty shocked at the amount of people that I saw, like, on the news in, like, Florida and stuff, you know, on the beaches and everything. Like, it'd be different if you went to a pretty, like, secluded beach where there aren't a lot of people. Like, I know me and a couple of friends, we went to this one beach in Galveston, which obviously isn't really Florida at all. But, you know, it's it's the only beach we had, okay? We're from Houston. All right, that's the closest body of water. And we just wanted to, you know, feel like beach babes. So we decided to go to Galveston. And we went to one beach and it wasn't really that packed. Um, there were a few people here and there, but obviously kept our distance. You know, just wanted to get some sun in, things like that. But um, other than that, summer was kind of boring. Um, I remember I worked pretty much the entire summer. Um, I got a job at Costco. Literally, probably one of the best jobs I've ever had just because the pay was so good. But um, yeah, uh, worked all summer, um, saving up for college. Um, I also played, well, no, I didn't play volleyball that much because COVID, so that kind of sucks. So yeah, basically I tried to make it sound more fun, but really it it was work. All I did was work. Um, saw a few friends here and there, but for the most part, it was just going into work, trying to save money, trying to pay for classes, things like that. Um, kind of boring. But, um, you know, I was honestly really blessed that I was able to get a job at the time because a lot of people were still struggling to find work because, as y'all know, a lot of people lost their jobs during COVID. Um, so, yeah, honestly, I was just thankful to have a job. Um especially one that was paying so well, because it was really beneficial. I really needed to save up for college, really needed to pay for my classes. Um, so honestly, it was amazing um, being able to work that much um, during a pandemic. So, um, you know, don't get me wrong. I complained a lot. Uh, you can ask one of my best friends. I literally complained to him pretty much every time I went in. I would send him a picture of the front of Costco and tell him how much I hated it there. But really, I didn't hate it. I just I just hated going into work. And I know I'm not the only one that feels like that. Like you love having a job and you love making money, but you hate the idea of leaving your house and getting in your car and actually driving and then having to find a place to park and then going in and actually doing work. It's just so much. <laughs> but, you know, again, I was very blessed. Um, quick water sip. I don't know if y'all can actually hear me drink that water, but if you can, I'm sorry. But you gotta stay hydrated, so. Anyways, um, yeah, I just, I was really blessed to be able to be making, you know, a decent amount of money at my age. Um to start saving up for college. It really helped out. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much my summer, just working and saving up. And then reality set in and I started getting ready to go off to college. Um, honestly, 
I didn't think that day would ever come because it felt like forever away. I cannot tell y'all how many times I would just talk about moving away from my hometown. I was so tired of it. And it's not that I was tired necessarily of like the people. Don't get me wrong. Some people I was very tired of. Um, like in the school at least. Um, but like my friends and everyone that I was like close with and kind of grew up with. Obviously I was sad to part ways with them. But my thing is. You know, if you want to keep in contact with them, like, if y'all want to keep in contact, then y'all will, you know? Like, if it's a friendship that you know is solid, y'all are going to find ways to stay in contact. But other than that, like, the people that I knew I didn't really want to stay in contact with or I was just better off without, and just, like, the area itself, I was so ready to get away from it. It's It was just, uh, I don't know, it, I was in that area for so long and just, ugh, I, I don't know. I felt like I was being held down. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I was truly blessed. I have, I was living with a loving family. I have two amazing parents, loving parents. I have a somewhat loving brother. And, you know, I have a little sister. And, you know, I had an amazing uh, little small friend group. Like, my circle, you know, might not have been the biggest but you know I had people that valued me and I valued our friendship and you know that was nice but it's just the area itself I felt like I don't know I I guess it was just because it was so small um everyone kind of knew everyone which means everyone was in everyone's business and I don't know I was just ready to get out I feel like I needed a fresh new start honestly I have loved it since moving away and even my parents moved away from that area after I moved off to college. Um, they moved away from our little section too. So now when I go back home from college, I don't actually have to go back to that area that I dreaded so much. But um, I still go back occasionally just to see, you know, friends from high school that I actually still keep in contact with. But um, I don't stay in that area. And I love that I don't stay in that area anymore. I don't know. I just really felt like I had to get out. I don't know what it was. But um, that was totally besides what I was talking about. Um, moving, moving. Okay, we're going to talk about moving now. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm just really like all over the place. Like I could be talking about one thing and then start a whole different discussion. I don't know. Y'all are going to have to get used to it. This is what the podcast is for. So, Anyways, moving. Um, I'm from Houston. Woohoo! Love Houston. Um, born and raised, but uh, I moved to the uh, lesser city. Um, so sorry, Dallas. Um, you know, it's just a constant competition between Houston and Dallas. Um, but yes, I moved to Dallas for college. Um, I love my college. I love my volleyball team. I love my teammates. It has been so much fun. Um, you know, Dallas isn't too bad. Um, it's definitely not Houston. Um, I feel like the only thing that Dallas has Houston beat in is the nighttime skyline. Because um, the lights here are just amazing. But other than that, uh, Dallas, uh, I'm sorry, but 
H-Town's still superior, but still love it here. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm just kind of like sneak diss in Dallas real quick. Um, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I moved here, uh, July and you know, it's, it's been fun. I have an apartment with two of my teammates and, um, being on our own is, I would definitely say different. Um, when I first moved here, I still found myself needing to like, not needing, but wanting to call my parents and asking them if I can go here or there. It's just really weird. Cause like I didn't grow up with super strict parents, you know, they kind of let us learn from our mistakes, things like that. Um, but you know, we still, you know, like pretty much every other kid had curfews, things like that. So, um, and I just had this feeling, you know, some people can ask their parents at like 11 o'clock at night, like, Hey, I'm going here. And they're like, okay, yeah. See you later. Yeah. No. Um, my mom is Hispanic. She don't play that. Um, if it was past like nine o'clock and someone asked me to hang, I was like, yeah, can you wait till tomorrow? Cause I don't think I can go out. Like, you know, so over here, when people would ask me to hang out or go out, things like that, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, it's 10 o'clock. And then I had to remember that I'm on my own and I can kind of just, you know, leave whenever I please and, you know, go do what I, you know, need to do and, you know, not have to ask. And it's nice, but um, it was definitely an adjustment because, like I said, you know, from going to having to ask to go places and, you know, do certain things to kind of just being on your own and holding yourself accountable for things. It was, it was definitely a transition, but, um, you know, it's been fun. I absolutely love my roommates. They are the best. We already have several stories, which I will talk about in more episodes, but, um, yeah, they're such sweethearts. I love my team. Um, classes are, uh, I would say classes are okay. Um, the only thing that's different is obviously because of COVID, uh, we aren't on campus. So all of our classes this past semester have been online. And I think they're going to be online next semester too, which is very unfortunate because Again, I'm a social butterfly and me not being on campus, I haven't really met people and it's kind of saddening. Like the only people I really know up here are my teammates and, um, you know, there's a few people from back home, um, that go to colleges like nearby, but, um, they're also athletes. So we're all like on different schedules, you know? So really, I just know my teammates and then a few people I've met like here and there on um, dating apps. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in another episode too, okay? There's so much stuff I want to talk about, guys. I cannot wait. This podcast is going to be so much fun. Anyways, um, but yeah, you know, I don't know a whole lot of people here. So not being on campus, it was kind of a struggle for me because I'm like, well, dang, I still kind of don't have any friends up here. But um <laughs> Like I said, uh, my teammates are great. So I hang out with them a lot uh, when I'm not working. Yes, I got a job up here. Uh, I am a Bev card girl at a golf course. And um, yeah, I, I can make a whole different episode just about stories and experiences that I've had at that golf course. 
Um, and I haven't even worked there that long. I got that job maybe, let's see, like end of August, September or something like that. Um, so I haven't been there that long, but I, oh, do I have some stories for y'all? But, um, yeah, so, um, moving up here, not too much is different other than, you know, kind of just being independent and then having a job and then on top of that, you know, college work, which is definitely different from high school. Like I mentioned earlier, sitting in a library and talking to people, um, really prepared me for my college level experiences that I'm facing right now. Um, <laughs> so that was great. Thank you so much. High school. You're the best. Um, so yeah, uh, moving up here was a lot of fun. Um, I'm not gonna lie though, when I did move, I wasn't necessarily sad. I was I was more excited. I was just sad because I, I'm gonna be honest. I, let me be vulnerable real quick with y'all. My mom is probably my my best friend. Obviously, I have, you know, best friends, you know, from back home that are my age, but <laughs> my mom is my absolute best friend because um, she's my mom and she's related to me and it's harder for her to leave me because I lived with her for like 19 years. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, she's the absolute best. Um, don't get me wrong, we do butt heads very, very often. Um, especially the older I get, I, I don't know, it's just my attitude and her attitude like mixing together sometimes is not a good combination but I love that woman to death and saying goodbye to her was probably the hardest part of moving just because I got so close with her within the past like year because here's the thing when it comes to parents I don't know if it's like this with guys and their dads but at least for what I feel like girls and their moms um, or daughters and their moms. Um, you get closer with your mom the older you get. Um, at least that's what I have come to find out. Um, because when I was, I wouldn't say like younger. Well, yeah, younger. When I was in my younger years, <laughs> I'm 19, shut up. Um... <laughs> But no, for real, when I when I was in like my younger years, like preteen, early teen, um, I was kind of like fed up with my mom. Like I didn't want to be around her too much because I was like, oh my gosh, she's lame. Mom, if you're listening, no, you're not. I was just stupid. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh, mom, she's so lame. Like, you know, and then she had rules, things like that. And I don't know. And I was also trying to become, I, I, I don't know how to say it. I wasn't going to say like become a woman, but because I was young, but you know, I was learning who I was and I was trying to grow like within myself, if that makes sense. So, you know, trying to find out who I was and like growing up and everything and then starting to form an attitude that I definitely get from my mom. Um, I don't know. I kind of wanted to like distance myself. I was like, no, I got it. I'm on my own. Things like that. Um, and now here I am at 19 calling her every other day and being like, mommy, I miss you. So, um, <laughs> um, I, 
I don't know. It's just for me personally, I feel like over the past year, year and a half, um, I've definitely gone a lot closer with my mom. Um, I feel like I can go to her about pretty much anything, pretty much anything. There's a few things that I'm like, eh. but for the most part, I tell her like pretty much everything. And she is just my absolute best friend. Water drink. What, what the hell? What the hell was that? Water drink? Hello? Water break, sis. Oh my God. I'm tired. Sorry. So sorry for raising my voice at y'all. I think I'm just going to whisper the rest of the episode. Would y'all like that? A little ASMR? I'm just kidding. That was... Ugh. Okay. But anyways, yes. Um, saying goodbye to my mom is probably the hardest part about moving. But other than that, um, I feel like moving has definitely been good for me. Um, college has been good to me um, for the most part. I've already changed my major, which is uh, kind of crazy. Um, I literally changed it like six weeks in because I, uh, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with y'all. We're gonna be honest here on this podcast. Um, this is a judgment-free zone, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, um, I was failing biology. Like, I wasn't failing it bad, but I was on the verge of, you know, being bad you know and I I don't know bad for me is probably not the same as bad for other people because I'm a perfectionist so if I get like I don't know a 80 I'm like thinking I'm gonna die but no this was bad like I had I was in like the the mid to low 60s like it was getting bad and I was just struggling so much and here's the thing I don't know what led me to thinking, oh yeah, math and science are my worst subjects, but I'm going to major in biology. Like who allowed me? Like who let me do that? I don't know. Um, myself actually. Um, why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. But um, yeah, I dropped it and I changed my major. Um, I'm now communications, which is actually a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, I, I like it. I like it a lot. But anyways, that's, that's not really the point. But <laughs> basically, um, if I had to give any advice when it comes to the first semester, or really just the first year in general of college is don't get set on just one thing. Because I'm the type of person that likes to think down the line. So I was thinking more down the line of, okay, I'm going to Oh my god, I'm belching so much. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm going to major in this and then I'm going to eventually have this career, you know? Which I guess is what you should go into college thinking. But at the same time, I was so set on that that I was kind of ignoring the fact that I just wasn't like enjoying it. And it's really something that I didn't really want to do. Um, I feel like I... I was just running out of options. So I was like, okay, well, you know, that's that's like a safety net. Like, yes, I'll do that. Like, it sounds interesting enough, but it really wasn't something that I wanted to actually do with my life and I wasn't enjoying it. And the thing is that career that I was going into, I wanted to be a, an ultrasound tech and um, crazy, right? Um, but yeah, so I wanted, quote unquote, wanted to do that, but 
in reality, I, I feel like I wasn't going to be happy with that. You know, I, I wasn't content with that career choice. And it was just something that I wasn't passionate about. And I feel like especially going into the medical field, if you are going to get a job in the medical field, you should be passionate about it because there are people's lives that you are dealing with. And I was like, okay, it's unfair to me. It's unfair to obviously other people if I went into this important field and just wasn't enjoying it and just didn't love what I what I do, you know? So a lot of that played a part into making my decision to um, switch my major. So yeah, if that's one thing of advice I have to give y'all, don't have your heart set on just one thing in college because I swear you will change your major. Everyone that I have talked to since changing my major said that they have changed their major at least like one to two times within the first two years of college. So trust me, it's like your mind is going to change so much because when you go off to college, it's so different from high school because I feel like the transition between high school and, and college is when you grow the most and you literally become like your own person. You find out who you really are, like who, what your interests are because you're on your own and you're kind of figuring things out, like you're figuring out how you operate, things like that. So really like, I feel like you discover the real you when you go off to college. And, um, you know, that might involve, you know, changing a few things up in your life that you thought you had set, you know, back in high school. So, um, yeah, that, sorry, I went kind of deep into that, but I, I can also do another episode on that. Y'all just go on my Twitter and suggest what y'all want to hear. Like, literally, I will talk about anything y'all want to hear. But, um, anyways, yeah, so high school, college, totally different. Don't be afraid to, you know, maybe take a step in a new direction you know, find out what you like to do because I thought I liked what I was doing. And honestly, I didn't. It was just a safety net. So yeah, water break. Ha, got it right that time. I wonder if y'all can hear me. Actually, I, I won't know until I listen to this after I'm done recording. Like if y'all can hear me drink that water and it's nasty, like please come for me. Please <laughs> blow up my Twitter. Lauren, you drinking water on your podcast is disgusting. And I will say, I don't care because I need to stay hydrated. But I love y'all. So, mwah. anyways, um, we are starting to wrap it up a little bit. Um, I don't know if I want to go into the Q&A segment real quick or if I want to tell this little story that I have. Um, because I'm wondering if I should just do a totally different episode on how quarantine affected me mentally. You know what? I'll, I'll do it a little bit. I'll, I'll kind of go into it because talking about how quarantine affected me mentally, it could kind of go into another episode that I am kind of putting together at the moment, but, um, you know what? We're just, we're just going to go for it. F it. So... Here's the thing. When quarantine hit, I, like I said earlier, uh, was kind of alone. I had a lot of time to myself because I didn't have many distractions other than like, you know, my phone. Um, I didn't have many distractions as in, you know, 
schoolwork or maybe talking to my friends, um, going to hang out with my friends, things like that. Um, so I had a lot of time to myself. And when it came to my mental health, um, I kind of feel like when quarantine first hit, it plummeted. And on this podcast, we're, we're going to be very, I'm going to be very vulnerable with you guys because y'all want to hear what's real. Like, I'll give y'all the real spiel. Like, you know, that's why you're here. So I honestly did. I feel like my mental health plummeted. And, you know, not, not that I fell into a depression or anything. Um, but if, you know, if you personally know me, you know that I struggle with, um, I struggle with anxiety and, um, it doesn't get easier when you are by yourself. I personally, um, I feel like I don't really have like social anxiety. It's more of just, just anxiety, like general anxiety. And, um, just being by myself that much, it kind of skyrocketed, um, because I had so much time to think. And like I said earlier, I'm the type of person that, um, you know, thinks a lot into the future. And I don't know, just thinking about everything at once. And uh, it was just so much I felt like I was just overwhelmed um, with thinking about everything that was going to be going on within the next few months with with like moving to a different city and like having to do classes like college classes and then oh thinking about college volleyball like I was thinking about so much stuff and honestly it was not good for me I was overthinking a lot I was stressing because I was like oh well I need more money um you know I need to do this I need to work out more and there were so many things that went into play with this and um I'm not gonna get too deep into it because I will talk about it on a different episode but um it was difficult it really was um but I feel like throughout quarantine and then once quarantine was lifted and you know I kind of started being social again and everything I feel like it was honestly better for me because I had that time to myself and Yes, it was very stressful. However, I had time to think about things that I normally don't want to think about or don't like to think about. It was forcing me to kind of feel those feelings. And I'll go out. It may not make sense right now because I'm being so vague with it, but I'll I'll go more into detail within the next couple episodes. But um, quarantine just mentally at the beginning, I was in a very rough uh, spot. But, um, you know, now it's, I'm kind of blessed that quarantine happened when it did because I have learned so much about myself and, you know, about how I operate, things like that, um, which again, I will go more into detail in another episode because I'm running out of time. So, um, we're going to go ahead and do the quick Q&A segment. Um, I don't have a lot of questions to answer because, um, like I said, I just set up the Twitter a few days ago, so um, I don't have a whole lot of questions, but I did get a few from the Twitter, and then some Some people sent me some on Instagram, so I'll just uh, go through a few, to, a few of those and answer them. Um, first question, somebody asked, did you pick up any hobbies in quarantine? Um, a little bit. I 
started working out a lot more. I don't really know if that's considered a hobby anymore because I work out a lot as is because of volleyball. But um, I did start working out a lot more once quarantine hit. So um, I guess working out um, and I that's pretty much it. Honestly, I <laughs> there weren't any other like hobbies that I really got into. Um, I'm not art- I'm not artistic at all. So I can't like start painting or anything. So um, yeah, just really working out um, was pretty much the only hobby. Um, that sounds really boring, but you know, it is what it is. That's who I am. Uh, (laughs) but yeah, there, there's that. Um, let's see. Did you ever feel alone when COVID first hit? I kind of answered this earlier, but, um, and I'll, I'll go deeper into this, like I said in another episode, but yes, I did feel alone. Um, I am a very social butterfly. Um, so you know, even though I had my family, um, I still felt kind of alone, like, socially just because I wasn't around my friends or I didn't have, like, people to see in person, things like that. Um, so I did feel alone sometimes, but, um, it wasn't, like, too bad. You know, I feel like it was honestly for the better because I feel like I'm so good at distracting myself with other people and like other people's presence that I don't really, because I really don't want to like think about like myself because I'm such a people person. I put like other people before me, things like that. That's another thing I learned in quarantine. Um, I have so much stuff to tell y'all. Oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, I kind of was forced to think about myself and, you know, kind of put myself first and my mental health, things like that. So I had to learn to love being alone. And to this day, like, I still struggle with it. I still struggle with being alone. Um, Whether it's, you know, alone in general, like away from my friends or alone as in being single, which I should definitely be comfortable with being alone single wise and relationship wise, because it's been like two years since I've had like a legit relationship. So I feel like I'm pretty content, but um, also taking applications but um just kidding (laughs) he um but yeah um I did feel alone but I really think at the end of the day it you know taught me to love myself and love being alone so yeah um let's see any other questions what is one big takeaway that you learned in quarantine if they wanted to they would and let me explain. Um, here's the thing with quarantine. There wasn't much that anyone could do during the time. You know, it's not like we were going out. It's not like we were, you know, out doing things and having a good time because, you know, we weren't allowed out the house unless it was like, you know, you know, mandatory or something. Um, so, yeah, uh, obviously there weren't any moves being made. So my thing is, why were certain people not, I guess, like, staying in the loop with me? Which, okay, here's the thing. I am, like I said earlier, I am very, like, putting people before me. And I tend to do that. I tend to, like, think about others before me. I tend to focus on them before me. 
basically like I would put everyone else before me and thinking about what I need mentally or what I want to do things like that um so you know I was always worried about others and then once quarantine hit obviously I was still worried about other people but I kind of had to sit back and realize like okay well now I really get to see who's worried about me because I can spend all day worrying about other people but at the end of the day think about it we're in quarantine it's not like we're going out places doing things like obviously people have time to hit you up if they care and if I wasn't really getting hit up or you know like say I was missing a certain person I'd hit them up we'd talk for a little bit and you know they'd like leave me on red or something and I'm like okay you know maybe they're busy things like that and then two weeks go by and I still don't hear from them it's kind of like okay well if they wanted to they would you know like if people wanted to check up on you if people wanted to talk to you or you know let them know that they're there for you things like that they would but you can't force it Especially like in quarantine when, you know, nobody really had anything to do. There was plenty of time to, you know, send someone a text, give someone a call, let them know that you care about them, things like that. You're thinking about them, all that good stuff. Because someone can talk all day, but it's the actions that show whether they like really care about you, you know? Um, So I don't know if that like actually went into like if that like flowed into what I was like my answer to that but if they wanted to they would that's really like a big takeaway that I learned in quarantine um just because there was so much time to do things and you know just I don't know some people just, I don't know. Hmm. anyways uh <laughs> all right last question of the day somebody asked um how do you make toxic relationships healthy if that's even possible now, here's the thing. I will do a totally different episode on relationships, but I will go into this a little bit. Um, in my opinion, also learned this in quarantine. Um, when it comes to toxic relationships, things like that. If you think someone is being toxic to you, you need to put yourself first. You need to think about yourself. And don't think of it as being selfish but like think about your own mental health and how you're taking care of yourself because if you are spending all of your time trying to basically deal with this toxic person or fix this person and they're not changing again this goes into if they wanted to they would like you can't spend all of your time all of your energy and all of your effort into one person that will not change and it's just being toxic to you like if you think that there is a certain talk toxicity i think i think that's how you say it i i don't know i'm illiterate um if you think that person is being toxic to you cut them off and i know that's easier said than done i know it's easier said than done because trust me i could give this advice all day but here i am at the end of the day still trying to cut people off that are toxic because it is hard but you have to put yourself first in these situations. You have to think about your own mental health and realize that it's really not worth it. Like if they 
aren't willing to give the effort that you were giving to them, like if they aren't trying to reciprocate that effort, then it's not really worth it. Because at that point, you're just wasting your time trying to fix something that doesn't want to be fixed. You know? Um, but again, I I will do a whole episode like on relationships and stuff. And I, I could go on for years talking about that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I hope that answer helped. Um, I don't know if you, that's what you're going through. But um, I really hope that answer somewhat helped. Just... You, you have to think about yourself first in those situations. Um, you know, it's it, it can be tough, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, having toxic people in your life just isn't, it just, it just isn't good for you. It isn't good for you at all. So, that is the Q&A. And I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this very first episode. Oh my gosh, I am exhausted, but I feel like I could talk all day. And I didn't realize that my recording app has a hour limit. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to shut my mouth and keep things short and sweet on here. But um, anyways, thank you so much for listening. Um, please make sure to go to the Twitter at SB Podcast 2 Ts, um, and make sure you keep yourself updated with all of the things going on with the podcast Make sure you interact with my tweets and send questions and I will answer them on the podcast. And once more questions start rolling in, I'll definitely like cut my stories shorter and just do like a longer Q&A segment. But I didn't have a lot of questions today. So I decided to just vent about how 2020 was. Um, I love you all. Thank you so much. Please, please um, rate my podcast on you know whatever you're listening on um I'm so excited I'm so excited to get this thing going so excited to get my mic and my tripod and feel somewhat more professional again do not come at me if these episodes sound like shit okay please um it's only gonna be for the first couple episodes and then I'll have a mic and we'll be good thank you so much I love y'all and I will see you next time on so basically